Howdy do, I'm James Baquet, also known as the Temple Guy. Having seen the far-flung temples outside of Ningbo first, my usual technique, it was time to hit the center of town, where I found the new but lovely Chita Temple. Come along with me in this episode of... Temple Tales. The day after our visit to temples on the outskirts of the Zhejiang port town of Ningbo, I was once again on my own, just like I like it, and took a point-to-point -point or highway bus from Beilun, where I was staying, into Ningbo proper. It would nevertheless be over two years until I saw Lao Wai Tan, the bar and restaurant area popular with Ningbo's expats, the city's answer to Shanghai's district famous as the Bund. I got off the bus fairly close to the temple I was headed for and had an early lunch at a vegetarian restaurant with the delightful name Jujubi Tree, or Zhaozi Shu, located a mile and a half west of the temple and on the same street. Walking east from the restaurant, I passed the city's bizarrely out-of-place Our Lady of the Assumption Cathedral, a Gothic Catholic church with gold Chinese characters on the front proclaiming Tianju Tang, Catholic Hall. This lies just south of the city's Tian'e Square, an odd conglomeration of, quote, 22 different buildings with a European style, end quote, according to Wikipedia, and covering 49 acres. Wiki says it, quote, provides tourists and citizens with a fashionable and pleasant paradise for relaxing and shopping, end quote. So there. I crossed the Lingchao Bridge over the Funghua River and reached the temple ten minutes later. You can tell when you're approaching Chita, or Seven Pagoda Temple, by the, you guessed it, seven pagodas strung out along the sidewalk. Though each one represents one of the seven ancient Buddhas, see episode 063, like the temple itself, they're brand spanking new. Old documents indicate that the temple was founded in 858 CE, during the Tang Dynasty, as Dongjin Zen Compound. I try very hard to locate and share with you a founding legend for each temple I write about. I can find none, in Chinese or English, for Chita Temple. This may be because it seems this temple was founded as the downtown branch of Tiantong Temple, see episode 082. The temple has gone through many name changes and reconstructions since. Sometime early in the Qing Dynasty, which began in 1644, seven pagodas were placed out front. The ones we see today could be considered an homage to those originals. The whole place was destroyed in 1861 during the Taiping Rebellion, which lasted from 1850 to 1864. A quasi-messianic movement their leader, in a nod toward humility, proclaimed himself merely the brother of Jesus Christ, not the Lord himself. The Taiping Heavenly Kingdom was a notorious scourge of temples throughout their area of influence, which encompassed a significant part of China, south of the Yangtze River. Chita Temple was rebuilt in 1895 by the Guangxu Emperor of the Qing Dynasty. At this time, the name of the temple was changed to reflect the seven small pagodas outside the temple's front wall, though some sources say the name was changed earlier when the pagodas were first placed there. The temple suffered again in the Cultural Revolution from 1966 to 1976 when those halls that weren't outright destroyed were turned over for factory use. It was rebuilt again in 1983. Today it's considered to be one of the major Buddhist temples in eastern Zhejiang province and many current abbots of temples in the region, large and small, have studied there. As I mentioned in episode 056 about a temple on Putuoshan, a statue of Guanyin was removed from that island by a nobleman named Tang He during a general evacuation in 1387, when all of the island's temples were destroyed in an effort, quote, to thwart the depredations of Japanese pirates, end quote. A desperate move, that. 
and said statue was placed in what is now Chita Temple for safekeeping. It may or may not have made its way back onto the island subsequently. Chita thus became locally known as Little Putuo, and a long association with the island has resulted. For example, in place of a Buddha hall at Chita, there is a Yuan Tong or Compassion Hall, not unlike the main temples on Putuoshan. Although Tangha's statue is long gone, this hall is still graced by a beautiful old statue of Guanyin. The entire temple, although new, is decidedly one of the most beautiful I've seen. The walls are made of gray brick with lavish amounts of lacquered but unstained woodwork. The roofs are of black tile, and there are still some old trees surrounding these modern structures to lend an air of authenticity. Along the main axis we find, after the seven pagodas out front, a huge pilo gate, the heavenly king's hall just behind it and thus visible from the street, the Yuentong hall with its guanin in the center, 500 arhat plaques on either side, and statues of Puxian and Wenshu Bodhisattvas in the back corners, the San Sheng Hall, dedicated to the three saints of the Western Pure Land, Amitabha flanked by Dasha Zhe and Guanyin Bodhisattvas, and the Dharma Hall and Sutra Repository, one building for preaching and document storage. The abbot's reception room is also in this building. An ancestral hall, Jade Buddha Pavilion, Hua Yen Pavilion, and various utility buildings lie along the side axes. On either side of the courtyard, in front of the Yuentong Hall, stand the not uncommon drum tower on the left with its usual guanin, and the bell tower on the right with a statue of Dizong, the bodhisattva who has vowed to save all beings from the six hells. Though a common arrangement, these are some of the most exquisite statues in natural wood finishes of these popular bodhisattvas that I have ever seen. After paying them due homage, I headed back to Beilun. I intended to take a bus like the one I had come in on, but this being late in the day on a Sunday afternoon, the line for tickets stretched literally out the gate and down the street, so rather than wait an interminable time to board an overcrowded bus, I sprang for a pricey 10 or $11 taxi back to where I was staying. And that, you know, is that. Until next time, may you and your loved ones, and all sentient beings, be well and happy. Adios, amigos! Hey, would you please check out the newsletter, which serves as the show notes for this episode number 086 at templetales.substack.com. It has pictures and links, and at that address, you'll also find the archive with all of the newsletters. I think you'll be glad you did. In the next episode, join me for a trip to Hasedera, southern counterpart to the home of the great Kanon of Kamakura that we visited in episode 048.